Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, we welcome you back to the show. Logan Lewis on KOA News Radio. We're back at it. We got the whole crew back with you at 9:06 on this Tuesday morning. Beautiful day here in the Mile High City, the 21st of April. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. Welcome back, Rick. Hey guys. Yeah. Thanks good, for good to uh, see you. let me take a little break. Absolutely. Um, feels like maybe we're turning the corner on this thing and feeling a little more optimistic every day. Seems like it. Yeah. Right? I think there's I mean, I think there's evidence to suggest that optimism at this point is warranted as long as people will still not lose their minds and still be careful and, you know, sort of approach this in a in a, in a moderate way, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, it's hard to we had an interesting show yesterday. Uh you you say those things and and yet you have to understand that for people that are out of work, it's it's harder for them not to, you know, want to get back into some sort of work so they can feed their family. I think while, you know, it's smart to do this slowly and smart to, um, you know, practice at least some form of social distancing and go about this the right way so that this thing doesn't rear its ugly head again in a dramatic way. I also have empathy, and I understand, I said this yesterday, for people that are literally out of work. I've got a couple of close friends, guys that I've been friends with for 40-plus oh, years, and both of them are in an industry that is pretty much shut down. They are both out of work. Now, they have, because they're in their late 50s, they have um, saved, and, and they've been able to make enough money that they could put some money away, but... That that's only going to last so long, right? They're good for probably another month or two, and then they have to start changing dramatically some of the things that go on in their life. And and there are people that are in that situation or worse. And so I think we have to understand the the sense of urgency that those people have. And again, while we sit here and say, "Hey, let's let's be as careful as we possibly can with this virus." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see the conversation has changed from the virus and, and people getting sick and dying too. We got to start talking about opening up here soon. It's the, it's definitely changed. There's been a swing over the last three, four or five days. And there's more people talking about how we can incrementally open things back up again. And just for that reason, you mentioned Dave, yeah, you get a stimulus check. So you got a couple thousand bucks. How long is that going to last you? Hmm. You know, if you got a family to feed and you don't have a job, that's why you're starting to see protests uh, all around the country. It, they're, they're starting to get some pushback on it now. And the governors are going to have to make some tough decisions. And we got to be smart about it. And you know what? Uh, 
we've been on we've been working every day we leave the house we come to work every day we come on a building with other people some not many not many some people that work here some people that don't we have construction workers in our building more more construction workers than people that work here and the the habits that i've picked up over the past couple of months i'm going to keep doing what i do oh sure me too wash your hands yep I've been washing my hands every hour. I actually, you know, before you you left, it was what was that day Thursday? I washed your hands for you. <laughs> right, we take you care of I mean? each other. Teammates. That's what we do. Teammates. Yeah, we no. take care of each other. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. I've tried to. I've tried to be cognizant of that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. As soon as I go. Oh. Yeah, me too. It's like, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> or, not, or I'll go and put, like, hand sanitizer and then touch yeah. my face. You know, nose picking has uh, dropped significantly. Oh, yeah, that's way down. Significantly. Yeah, that stock you know? has dropped. Yeah, yeah, I haven't pulled up. I mean, re- you know, before the coronavirus, you could pull up to a stoplight almost at any point of the day, look over, and somebody's about two knuckles deep in the right nostril. Oh, yeah. Not new. I haven't seen I haven't seen that late. I haven't seen cars, but I haven't seen people do that either. I don't see that either. Mm-mm. There's been some good things. There's yep. been some lockdown benefits. We talked about that on our morning show this morning. What is your lockdown? What are the lockdown benefits that you've experienced? And there's way more than you'd think. There's been some good things. And, and I do feel like, other than politics, the country has come together in a way. You know, we're, 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 we're better for it. We're all on one team, except for the, the political atmosphere is as highly charged as ever. But that aside, I do feel like we've come together. I've seen good things happening. Well, I, th- I think it's, it's worth pointing out. And I've heard various politicians talk about this. But, but we have flattened the curve significantly uh, throughout the country. Some places obviously have been less affected than others. But that's from social distancing, right? I mean, you can talk about all the miscalculations, and there certainly were plenty when this thing first started, the models were were very, very wrong. But you also, if you're going to be honest about it, you have to factor in that maybe maybe the single biggest reason we've seen this curve flatten and consequent and, and subsequently make some of these projections very wrong is that the American people in general have done a great job of, of social distancing. And I think yes. some of the models and the projections took into consideration, um, you know, people are not going to do this. People are just going to ignore, they weren't mandates, but they were strong suggestions. you got to stay in. you got to social distance. You've got to do all the things we were just talking about. And by and large, to get a country this size to buy into that message, not everybody but the overwhelming majority of people have done it. And that's why I think we sit here today optimistic and feeling at least better about, hey, we're starting to see us as a country come out of this thing. There's no doubt about that. And, and major kudos to everybody out there listening. Absolutely. A vast majority of us have done a great job. And that's why we're sitting where we are today. And so you're doing what you're supposed to do. Once we do, once we start to come out of this, continue to, you know, with the hygiene, the hygiene is so important. And, and, don't get in large groups of people, you know, are they going to expand? Uh, what is it? You, you'll be able to hang around, you know, some states are saying 10 people, 50 people. It's going to be different in every state. But still, just be very, very careful once you get out there and take it from us. We've been out there. We've been out, you know, we're, we're out working every day. We're mm-hmm. out of the house. So we've kind of gotten used to it. 
and I think you will too, but you need to adapt these types of, of hygiene um, habits yep. and, and just keep those going. We, uh, we carried uh, some of the press conference yesterday with Mayor Hancock, and then Governor Polis had a press conference yesterday afternoon. And basically to try to summarize some of the things, in case you have missed that, starting on April 27th, today is the 21st, so six days from now, the stay-at-home will expire, but people obviously are encouraged to stay at home when they can. But there, there are some things I think that that have been put in place that are going to be that are going to be good for people. Uh, critical and essential retailers will be able to reopen with strict precautions in place, such as, as you were just saying, Rick, social distancing, staggered employee shifts, employees wearing masks, and things like that. Any retailer can open on April 20, starting April 27th, with curbside delivery. And uh, those that desire to open to the public on May 1st, they can if they want to. Personal services is good for Kathy, Mm -hmm. such as hair salons, (laughs) dental appointments, and elective surgeries can reopen uh, as long as proper precautions are taken. Real estate showings can begin, but you still can't have any open houses. Which, which makes sense. It's okay. Yeah, you understand yeah. that. And not having too many people in one place. Right. Members of the vulnerable population, such as the elderly or pregnant women, should avoid social interactions. Okay. Then on May 4th, that was all April 27th, so six days from now. May 4th, uh, non-critical businesses, Colorado's commercial capacity, can open at 50% capacity. Large companies are advised to have symptom and temperature checks as people enter. Telecommunication should be maximized. Um, and so... Just some of the things. The governor said, based on the modeling data, the goal is to maintain 60 to 65% social distancing through a combination of measures that include reducing social social interactions, testing, case identification, isolation, quarantine, contact tracing, and all the terms that we hear virtually every single day. So, I mean, that that's at least pointing the buggy in the right direction. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and people need to have the buggy pointed in the right direction. I hear you. It's been a long time to be shut down. Uh, and, and, you know, once we get on the other side of this, there'll be a, a lot of discussions about was it the right thing to do? Was it too heavy-handed? Uh, that type of thing. Right now, though, let's just get through this. Yep. Uh, I've also heard people already talking about how easily people were willing to give up their rights uh, because they were so afraid. They're like, can the government legally come in and say your business is shut down? All of you, shut down. That's going to be discussed at some point as well. Um, they they definitely scared the crap out of everybody, and thus we did what we were supposed to do. Yeah, we were good soldiers. We did what we were supposed to do. You know, I think that uh, I see. I don't feel like I gave up any of my rights, um, and it may, maybe it's because we we continue to work. Uh, I, I looked at this from an apolitical standpoint, and. I, you know, based on the facts that we had, I don't know what else, what else would have happened. What else, what else would they do? I mean, there are people that said, well, we should have just ridden this thing out. We shouldn't have shut anything down. And, you know, it wouldn't have been any worse than the flu. There's not one medical expert that I've heard from Dr. Fauci to Dr. Burks to doctors that I've talked to, the doctors that practice in the Denver area, not one agreed with, with that philosophy that we just should yeah. have ridden things out you mentioned the models too and the models the models turned out they way overshot the number but th- based on those models how could you not have done that sure where, where two and a half million people could have died 
you had to do that yep. to an extent. But there there are some states that I don't think all the states shut down or certainly some were way had way way more restrictions than others. And and maybe there was a way to keep some things going that they shut down mm-hmm. chiropractors and you know other businesses like that. Um, but we're getting through it. That's that's the point. And so, like I said, good job everybody out there doing what you did. I would like to think that these yahoos in Washington can spend enough time together that they can agree on the second stimulus uh, bill mm-hmm. and pass it. You know, for businesses. And again, depending on your your political predisposition, I mean, if you're if you're on the left, you believe that the Republicans have put things into the bill that have prevented the Democrats from agreeing to sign it. And if you're on the right, you feel just the opposite. And then we as the American people sit here with a lot of people, as I mentioned opening the show, out of work and desperately needing help, whether small business loans or the stimulus check. And even though it's not a stimulus check, it's it's just easier to call it that. But again, the second tier of the stimulus check has not been agreed upon by our leaders, the people that we have elected, believe it or not, in this country. It's just stupid. It's just, you know, it's just it's silly. So stupid. Because they got to throw in all of their little pet projects in there. And yeah. that's politics for you. Yeah, it's, it's like making sausage. You don't want to see how it's made because it's ugly. You know, and... and it's gotten to the point now where I've had to pretty much tune it out as best as I can. It's hard to stay informed and still tune out politics. Yeah, It's very difficult, as you know, Dave and Kathy, but I'm trying my best to do that and just try to, to learn what I have to learn about the virus and what's going on. But the politics, I'm trying to ignore it as, most, as best as I can. Oh, it's very difficult to... Find new Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. News that is not slanted. So where do you go? And again, I, right. I, I've said this on the air before. I, I When I'll go home and even here, I mean, we have CNN on, we have ESPN on, and we have Fox 31. We have three TVs in the studio. But when I go home, I'll flip back and forth just for grins between CNN and Fox. I mean, it's... It's astounding what comes out of both of those networks. I mean, it's just, you just, if you're a reasonable person, one that is not, you know, you bent one way or the other, you're, you're a moderate, you're somebody that you got to vote for somebody, right? Uh-huh. But, but you're a moderate, reasonable person. When you hear the coverage from both CNN and Fox, I, I just chuckle. It's just... It's absolutely astounding what comes out of their networks. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Yeah, you have to keep that in mind. Almost everything you hear and watch on TV is coming through a political filter no of question. some sort. No o- question. Literally almost almost everything. And then you have to decide what's true and what's not true. Go to different sources. Gather up, up as much information as you can. Also knowing that... Everything you looked at probably came through some political filter. 
and they try to decide what's right. Governor Cuomo of New York has said that uh, elective outpatient treatments can resume in his city at some hospitals. Now, only the hospitals that don't have a significant risk of COVID-19, obviously. But that's that's good news because New York, I think, um, we can all agree on this. They've been hit probably harder than any other state. New Jersey's been in a mess. And there, you know, there have been other hotspots. New Orleans has been one, but but New York has been devastated. And hospitals and doctors who do elective surgeries need that money because they're not getting paid right. from anybody when they're shut down, too. That's you right. Know? And, and somebody, I can't remember who brought up, and I thought it was a very valid point, I mean, there are a lot of people, whether you call it elective surgeries or not, there's a lot of people that haven't been able to get like the a proper knee medical surgery. care. Yeah. That's right. Knee surgery, surgery or, like or shoulder, can, or, yeah. Cancer stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. all of those things have sort of been put on hold. Yeah. Oh, sure. So, oh, yeah. Uh, in many cases, uh, the health of the nation has gone down outside of coronavirus because uh, if, you, if you're having a, a heart problem right now or a palpitation or high yep. blood pressure, you're not going to go to the doctor. You're not going to go to the hospital. I got. I had a friend of mine, and I'm not going to say who, that was in the hospital when this uh, when this whole thing all started, and and should have been was in yeah. not not good shape, um, and was basically my interpretation through him and his wife was sort of rushed out of there because they needed the space because they needed they wanted which turned out they didn't need the space oh. but they wanted they wanted to be prepared which I get based on all the numbers that all the projections that they had. So, I mean, we've seen, you know, that's happened to not only my friend, but I'm certain a lot of people. Is he going back into the hospital now? Well, he's, yeah, he's now getting uh, a different treatment, but he's, he's gone, he's gone back in. So are you, are you eating better? Cause I was worried a little bit about you during the coronavirus break. Kathy, you know, we're not going to get into the fat face thing because um, she said I gained weight too. I'm down, I'm down five pounds in the last, last four week. days. Good for you. <laughs> I tried to cut back. I'm on the carrots and celery thing instead yeah, of the yeah. bonbons. I, I didn't say you guys are week, fat. But... I just said that you needed to gain weight. You Dave. look like you lost some weight. Yeah, I mean, you you, but you needed to gain that weight. Now you've lost it again. You said it. You, so did you? Did you say at one point I looked emaciated? No, I didn't say that. Okay. That's what Rick skin, said. Skin and bones. <laughs> I didn't say that. So I, so you I. You are six five, you know. I heeded your advice. I, I went back up. Your face now, looks good. Thank you. Yeah, it looks. And your good. face looks good too, Rick. You know, damn, I, I'm just happy <laughs> well, to see thank it. You, Dave. You it's know what good I mean? to see you His too. His face looks fuller. All right, there she goes again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's that's you know a wel- wanted, so welcome back, Rick. I wanted to say too. You know, I've been so impressed with the Army Corps of Engineers. Where speaking of the hospitals. Some of these cities said, hey, we don't have enough hospital beds. Turns out they did. And they're going, we need more hospital." They would go in and build hospitals at convention centers yep. and, and like they're doing here in Denver. 900-bed hospitals in like a couple of weeks? Yep. That's phenomenal work. That is amazing. That turns out they didn't need them, but they had them. That's right. Just in case. And, and here at, in Denver, the convention center, they've now slowed the job down because it looks like they're not going to need it which is great, but the fact that they can do that kind of stuff just blows me away. You know, there's been a lot of things about this that I've been very impressed with, uh, and, and that's one of them right there. We've got, uh, we've got a number of texts as we roll towards the first break. Uh, we'll read some of these, and then we'll come back and, and talk about them. By the way, Joe Sackick uh, will be our guest coming up at 10.06, the former Avs great, now the Avs GM. Um, from the 303, the 746, talk about your future vision for Major League Sports. Okay, we'll certainly do that. 
720-217. People are not following correct practices now, such as wearing masks. What will happen when they feel like the restrictions are lifted? I'm scared it's going to get worse. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, from the 559, love you all on the show. It used to be my comic relief in the morning. I could count on a fully a full belly laugh when the first couple of minutes of the show, with almost no exception, I want to be uplifted by your show and it's turned too depressing, so I'm giving up for now. Love you, though. Uh, please come back. Can we, can we, send, you, can we send you a virtual mm. hug? Well, we, really, we talk about Rick and my fat face. I mean, we're going to get right back into <laughs> yeah, we'll sort be, of the mindless banter. There'll be more fat face talk yes. coming up. And then finally, from the 720-530, thank you for mentioning chiropractic on your show. We are only one of two states in the country that has been shut, that has had shut down chiropractors. Uh, you know what they, we know what it means. Us and Kentucky, very disappointed. Yeah, that never made sense to me either. You know what's more disturbing, even though that's disturbing, that we're actually mentioned and compared with Kentucky in any way. I mean, nothing against Kentucky. Well, yeah, I guess, but, yeah, yeah. I get that. I mean, I, Colorado and Kentucky, really, Kentucky. I thought you were going to say what's more disturbing is you and I are both walking around really stove up right now because yes. the chiropractors are closed. Yes, we both have excellent chiropractors. We're paying the price for it. Yes, you know what? Absolutely. 926 is our time. Reed Fisher here running the, this board. Good morning, Reed. Uh, Millennial Grant here as well. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. Good to have you with us on a beautiful Tuesday morning. This is KOA News Radio. We're back at 938 on KOA News Radio. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. Good morning. Our contact number, 303-713-8585. Joe Sackett coming up at 1006. We'll find out what the Avs GM has been doing to plan for what's left of the season. And, and frankly, is there anything left of the season to plan for? By the way, we'll talk with Peyton Manning tomorrow, 1115, right here on our show. And we'll also uh, have Governor Polis who will join us tomorrow morning, 9.05. We can ask some questions about the governor. We were talking during the break from the 720-530. Thank you again for mentioning chiropractors. It's been very difficult on our patients. Don't know why Governor Polis made this decision to shut us down. Even New York chiropractors were allowed to treat patients. Now, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, that I, I could never figure that one out. And you and I are big, big fans and believers of chiropractic care. Yes, I mean, we know it full works. Full disclosure: it has worked for me. Yes, find the and, right person. And they're, they're they're pain managers, is really what they are. Uh, I that I, I just didn't get that. So there are a lot of people that really rely on their chiropractor to get them through the week, or especially and especially if you have like a chiropractic emergency, which I know you've had and I've had. Oh, yeah. Where you are locked up. You know what we call that? Stoved up. <laughs> Stoved up, right. What, no. what, what else can you do? But wouldn't for an emergency, wouldn't they allow you, just like if you had a dental emergency, you're allowed to go in and the dentist yes. is allowed to come in and Yeah, they would probably you. go in yeah. for that. Yep. They, they term it, uh, oh, I saw, I saw it in print, an upper extremity emergency. Yeah. Something like that. Because dentists were allowed to go, and so were other doctors, right? If you yeah. had an emer- allergist, der- dermatologist. I tried to talk my, my chiropractor, Dr. Spallone, into like, hey, listen, I'm a walking emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you not treat, well, treat me? I would say that my, my massage was a walking emergency, too. 
Uh, I'm just saying, you know, you you think chiropractic Were you stove you. up? Yes, How do always. you get stoved up? Because I'm short. Short? What's that have to do with getting <laughs> stoved up? I'm short. I don't know, but I that was my but that was my stress relief, right? For me, yeah. massages That's are oh, my yeah. stress That's relief. True. Yeah. Yeah, no no question about that. We're gonna hop to the phone lines. John in Denver joins us with Dave Rick and Kathy on KOA News Radio. Morning, John. Hi, good morning, sir. I'd like to uh comment about the price of oil falling like a boulder right now. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like years ago in California we you know, we had to say like with six dollars a gallon and we didn't hear a word from big oil about We'll help the poor guy out. We'll help the little man out. Now the shoe's on the other foot, and you hear us, and they can't give it away, and that we're paying less than a dollar a gallon. So I'd like to, you know, how do you feel about uh, this? And all of a sudden they're crying that their occupation just sucks, and we're losing hundreds of thousands of oil jobs. Well, you know, I say it's like, you know, you picked the wrong occupation. Go try the restaurant business. They need help. And I'll, I'll listen for your ads later. Okay. Thank you, John. Hmm. Um. Yeah, the OPEC agreement that President Trump uh, was talking about, this is probably last week. They had the agreement between, uh, I believe, it was Saudi Arabia and Russia. And uh, Mexico, too. And, and Mexico yep. was mm-hmm. part of that as well. Um, I, I know he felt like would help the oil industry greatly. Now, to be honest about it, I, I have not followed uh, the oil industry in terms of looking at that on a day-to-day basis. So I'm not exactly sure to the price of oil go up at all it, did. it went yep. well it went down it drastically dropped recently. to zero to, but, it's but negative today, for the it first time up today, yeah. though. right but yeah. it went negative for okay. the first time in our history yeah so i i mean i'll just be honest about it i don't i don't have an opinion that is probably valid enough to even put it out i i, I don't know i'm not sure what's going to happen in the oil industry i mean i know we've got friends some of us have you know spouses that are in the oil industry so but i don't know Nobody's buying oil. This is the first time ever that the whole world stopped driving, ever, yeah. since they've been making combustible engines. Think about that. Uh, I was told this is the that was the lowest the oil prices have ever gone because they went under zero. Yeah. Ever, ever in the history. Before. In the I mean, they, history, history yeah. They, they were like at, before this uh, at pandemic, they were 70 or 80, correct? Weren't they between 70 and 80 back in early February? Um, I don't think they were that, quite that high. They've been down for a while. Um, but now it's just ridiculous. There's a, a such a huge surplus of oil. They just have to shut it off. And there's nowhere producing. to store it yeah. anymore, nope. apparently. That's what I'm hearing Yeah, as that's well. the big issue is they don't have yeah. anywhere to store it. It's not like milk or something where you could just dump it. No, they're going to have to shut it off and then just turn it back on every once in a while to keep it going and then shut it off again, And which costs a lot of money to do that. It reminded me, Dave, uh, and you remember this in the 70s when the experts said we were going to run out of oil mm-hmm. like 50 years ago? Yep. <clears throat> yep. Guess they oil, got that oil, one wrong. oil prices at 50 they're at fifty back in. Uh, uh, let's see. Well, that's, that's that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. It was hanging around forty-five, fifty that's, bucks that's, in the eighties. No, no that's, that's uh, recently. Actually... Recently. Oh. Before the pandemic. Oh yeah. Before the shutdown. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what it was in the eighties, but. But remember, like I feel like oil and gas in the eighties was kind of pretty much shut down, right? The seventies, they had a shortage uh, when uh, the Iran hostage situation was going on, and that's when they had the lines mm-hmm. at gas stations, and you could only get gas uh, on your day of the week. Yeah, whatever your license plate number was, even or odd, uh, that was, those determined the days you could get gas, and 
that's when the all the experts said we're going to run out of oil. So that, I, I was, that fueled a panic. I must have been thinking about September. In September this past fall, they were at seventy two dollars a barrel. September, okay, yeah. yeah. So and then they have they have dropped since then. Hmm. And now zero. Yeah, it was yeah, negative I, yesterday. It went cheaper like negative. than water. And then it came back up a little bit. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It yeah. kept going back up and down. It was, I think it was negative 36. What, what is it today, point. Grant? Do you know? I haven't checked this morning, but I was listening to Ross Kaminsky earlier, and he said this is the first time that you've actually had to pay someone to, to take, take your, your oil. oil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, you were paying someone $30 to my, take your oil. My husband was showing Easton how it was working because he was watching it yesterday, and he goes, here's 30 cents. That's how much I'm giving you to take my oil. Wow. <laughs> and Easton's like, what do you mean? I don't give you the 30 cents? He goes, no, I'm giving it to you. And take my oil. Yeah. Hmm. 303-713-8585 is the number. We've we've got a couple open lines. Um, so the, let's see, from the 720-258, there's about 30 million gallons of cheap Saudi oil heading for the Gulf Saudi allies. I think not. And by the way, from the 720, we were not allowed to see patients until this week on an emergency basis, completely shut down before that. That's from uh, a chiropractic friend, I would think. From the 720, same thing with acupuncturists. They are closed. I have a friend that's truly affected by it. And mm-hmm. people need acupuncturists for sure. pain. Right. You know, instead right. of, you don't want to take pain meds, chiropractor and acupuncturists are needed, you know. It's, in- it's interesting. I, I didn't realize that uh, we were only one of two states. I didn't either. That it shut down chiropractic care completely. I didn't either. I thought that was kind of silly. They shut it down. Not surprised. One of two. I, I They should have all been allowed to be open, and it sounds like they'll be able to open up soon. Well, by the way, uh, I heard Herm Edwards was great on the show yesterday. And Grant, thanks for booking him the day I was off. I, I brought that up. It. He couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> he couldn't do it today. Yeah, that's what he said. That what was about Grant. Thursday? The day of the draft? No, oh, yeah. Can he talk about it? Who? Herm. Her- he could talk about something Can else. Can he come back on? No, that he should have come on thir- maybe tomorrow or Thursday. Oh. Or Rick. 
He, well, yeah, whatever. Let's, well, I mean, since you're, <laughs> since you're drilling down on this, I mean, there was a tie with Herm and Rick. <laughs> Rick was off yesterday, and Herm just See, magically said the only day that'll uh-huh. work will be Monday. I actually brought that up yesterday morning when we started the show. I said, why isn't Herm on when Rick's here? Yeah, Herm actually said, if Rick is going to be there, uh-huh. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. But since he's not there on Monday. The biggest ASU fan here. Right. Oh, yeah. so now you admit it on, you admit it on this show. That yes. I'm a big ASU fan. The yeah. biggest ASU fan. So don't don't come. Oh, there's no Don't doubt. come creeping in here now and see you kicks Arizona State's ass. Don't don't even come. You're talking trash don't, now. Yes, Are you I am. Kidding me? Well, I've got no football. I got to be able to right. talk trash about wow. something. Something. So last week I told we we're talking about who can we get on. I go, Grant. How about Herm Edwards? He goes, Yeah, great. And then I take two it's days not, off and he exact, books him one of the days exactly I was Exactly how it happened. <laughs> it's Grant. not exactly. It's not exactly how it happened. Nor who suggested Herm. Who suggested Herm? Grant. Come on, yeah. Grant. Go ahead. I heard rumblings of both of you. Okay. So. okay. Oh, Grant. I know Dave's yeah. a fan of Herm, too. And he, no, but he was he was really guest. good. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. He well, was great. And Herm gave props to Dave yesterday. I heard that, too. Mm-hmm. That's he, awesome. He was, he was nice. He, gave, he respects Dave. He's one of the only guys that is old enough to remember what it was like to cover me. Well, that's cool, though. You know, it, it a lot of those guys you, are deceased. Got to make you feel good, though. He, he's, such, he's been such a good guy. And I, I said as we opened... You know, Herm, and I, I truly believe this, Herm was a really good player. I mean, Herm played 10 years in the league, um, made a lot of plays, went to a Super Bowl. I think most people, and it's just because, you know, I mean, people who are younger today don't remember Herm as a player. Most people remember Herm as a ESPN broadcaster. And now if they follow him, they know he's the head coach at Arizona State. But they don't remember he was a 10-year vet in the yeah. NFL, you know? Can you see why he's done such a good job recruiting? Yes. No question. I mean, look yes. at the personality on the guy and the energy. And I said to Kathy yesterday, I, can you not fully understand how good Herm Edwards, after that interview, would be in the living room yep. of a prospective student athlete talking to that athlete's mother and father about how he intends to impact their son? Yep. Man, he'd close a lot of deals. And it's funny when he got that job, everybody was so concerned that he didn't know how to recruit. But when you when you got a personality like that and the energy that he has, I think he's like 63, 64 years yep, old, yep. and he's got the energy that he had when he was a young man. I don't know why you would have doubted that. He also, I, I had read uh, before we brought him on that he had said, this is it. He has no interest, nor will he entertain the idea of going back into the NFL, which I, I, I was surprised a little bit. And I asked him, Rick yesterday, and he said, no, no, this this is it. This was the plan from the start. He said, I want to get this program Good. back. I want to go to a Rose Bowl, win a Rose Bowl. And uh, he said then, he said, you know, he made, a, he made mention of his wife and how she was like, I mean, somewhat surprised when the, the subject came up about, hey, I'm going to get back into it and coach in college. She was like, what? And he said, Dave, I had some chances to go back and presumably in the NFL and just didn't feel right. He said this one felt right. And look at look at the staff he's got around him. All these NFL guys, big time NFL guys, and Marvin Lewis just hanging around as an advisor. Yep. Ke- uh, Kevin Mawai called Mawai, right? a couple of months ago. He was recruiting one of my players, and he is the assistant offensive line coach for uh, Arizona State. And Dave Christensen, I believe, the former Wyoming coach, is the head offensive line coach, but this is going to be his last year. Then he's going to retire, and Mawai is learning from him and um, will step in. So you've got a 
You've got a Hall of Fame offensive line coach. That's that's not too bad. I wanted to ask him about uh, his quarterback, Jaden Daniels. Did you guys talk about him at all? We did not. Didn't ask him about because him. Because he, uh, Herm and Colin Coward, last week were talking about him as a potential number one overall pick in the draft when he comes out already. He's played one year in college. Way too soon. As a true freshman. But the discussion is already out there. Uh, the kid's got a ton of promise, obviously. Uh, I just wanted to ask him about him if, if he thought that that was that he was the real deal. That, that I mean, that big of a deal. Number one overall pick. First round draft picks, one thing, but to say he's got the po- potential to be number one overall mm. after one year in college is saying a lot. Well, he's he's a good player. I saw a couple of games. Um, I mean, I you know I didn't tape all the Arizona State games and watch them back. Why? Because I'm not an Arizona State guy. <laughs> but you're a big football fan. I, no, but I did see him yeah, play. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I did right. see him play. Really like him. He's athletic. He can throw it. Seems to have good pocket presence. And, uh, I mean, we'll see. I, You know, one thing I was going to bring up, we've got a couple folks online, and we'll get to you in a moment. Um, it's interesting to me to hear as we approach the draft, and we're going to be covering the draft here on KOA News Radio on Thursday night. But it's interesting to hear some people's perspective in, in our market here in Denver about, you know, wide receivers. And this guy is not a not a finished product. And this guy can't run this route. And this guy, you know, can't get off the line of scrimmage, can't get off jams. I chuckle sometimes when I hear some of this stuff. And my feeling is this. NFL coaches for too long, and I say this respecting the jobs that they have and for some of them the jobs that they do. This is not an, an, an indictment just generally speaking. But there are some NFL coaches that think that you don't have to coach very much. You don't have time to coach technique when guys come out of college into the NFL. That is faulty logic in my book. Never is it more needed than it is now with with some of these guys coming in that you know have great skill sets, but they need to be coached on some of the some of the fundamental things that can make them better players. That's your job. That's your job as an NFL coach. It's not your job just to come up with a scheme that puts guys uh, into the proper place, and then they just have to figure out how to get there. It's your job, and especially as a receiver coach, to make sure that that guy has the ability to do some of the things that people say they can't do. Get off the line of scrimmage. How to use your hands in getting off of press coverage. How to, how to stem. How to, how to understand body and leverage and route running. It's your job as an NFL coach. What the hell are you doing? What, what are you guys – I mean, some of you guys making a, a buttload of money. You've got to be able to coach some of the fundamentals of, of football. So that's my yeah. two cents. I just hear people talk about, well, this guy in college – you know, he, he doesn't do this, this, this. How about you coach him up a little bit? How about that? I've heard the same thing about offensive linemen. I know you have, too, that they come out of college. Well, that's a different Very, deal. very raw. There's never and been don't a, get coached up. Never been a time, I don't think, as far as the NFL is concerned, over the last handful of years, that offensive linemen coming out of college have been less prepared than right now. The majority of offensive linemen are totally unprepared because of – the system they run in college, which a lot of it is spread stuff in two-point stances, so they're not very good. They don't understand the run game. They don't understand hand placement. They don't understand leverage. I mean, they they just don't, and it's never been more apparent 
than it is now in the NFL. Yeah, I I totally agree. So hey, it's good to see you guys today. I want to give you a hug, Dave, but you got a I know I can't. <laughs> we we dapped. We do the you know we kind of the air dap. Yeah, I, I just yeah. What, it's, one, good to, it's good to be back. One question as we head to break from the three zero three five one seven. Rick, why do you like ASU so much? You didn't go there. No, that's true. Um, I went to NAU because I wasn't good enough to go to ASU. Why don't you follow the lumberjacks more? Is that the NAU's? You know, Dave, I went to four different colleges. Well, why don't you follow you know. those schools? I do. I follow them all. What but, colleges? Uh, Miami of Ohio, University of Cincinnati, okay. NAU, okay. Long Beach State. Well, how about we just stay with those four? Well, my daughter went to ASU. I, see, here's that was kind of when I was at NAU, that was kind of my dream. Like, man, I wish I was good enough to go to ASU. So I became a fan at a very young age. Then my daughter went to ASU which solidified the connection. Um, so that's why. Well, my so daughter I, I went like to a ASU. small school in Boston. I don't root for them. Well, what, how good is their football team? They don't have one. Well, there you go. <laughs> good good point. Do they have a part. cornhole team? I bet you could root for them if they did. Cornhole? Cornhole. No, that was their nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Every man a cornhole. Did you watch the championships on ESPN? I did not. Did oh, you? Oh, you missed it? Did you watch it? I did. That's how bored I was. I watched the Cornhole Championships this weekend Wow! on ESPN. Good it was for fantastic. You. Good Live for from you. Jacksonville. 9.56. By the way, Joe Sackett coming up at 10.06. Good to have you with us. Good morning on KOA. We're back. Second hour of the show. Good morning. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee with you on KOA News Radio. Um, talking about professional sports and kind of what uh, what is going on in, in – Gosh, we're all keeping our fingers crossed, right, that uh, that we're going to be able to resume at least some bit of normalcy in our everyday life and then have some sports to watch. Joe Sackick, uh, former great Avs and, and now currently the GM of the Avs, joins us now, and we're happy to have him. Joe, it's Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. Thanks for your time. How you been? Oh, my pleasure. I'm doing good. How about you guys? We're hanging, uh, we're hanging in there. I think, uh, you know, just trying to stay healthy and, and work our way through this, I I would imagine, um, you know, when you look at your team, uh, you guys, you guys are basically doing the same thing. Although you've had a, a couple of guys that, that that have tested positive for coronavirus. Just by and large, how has this time period gone for you and the team? Well, I think uh, it's not normal like every like the whole world, I guess. Uh, but uh, no, I, I think the guys are all touch base with all the guys and. Uh, uh, They've been basically doing the same thing, staying home, trying to stay safe. Uh, the families are, are well, and uh, just waiting to get word that, uh, uh, you know, like the like the entire entire country waiting for things to open up, ease up, and 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 slowly get back to, to doing your normal everyday uh, everyday functions. So uh, some guys have uh, gyms in their homes, um, other guys don't. But uh, we're hoping now we actually have a GM call uh, with the with Gary Bettman uh, in the league uh, this afternoon. So. Hopefully, we'll have uh, some updates on on you know when they feel that we can uh, maybe slowly get back to get guys back so they can start training together. And but uh, it's all going to come down uh, to the CDC. Hey Joe, are you guys talking about like playoff options when things open back up? If you guys will have playoffs. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. In certain cities or take it back to all the hometowns or have you guys talked about that at all? Uh, Kathy, there's a lot of speculation, but I, I should have more info uh, later today. But I know there's a lot of different uh, different ideas being floated out there. So um, I, I know the league there with the Players Association are, are working really hard to, to, if, for the different options, what we can do. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just going to depend on uh, uh, when we can get back, if we can get back. Uh, uh, we're all optimistic that uh, at some point this summer that uh, we'll be able to, uh, you know, whether there's fans in the, st- in the stands or not, we'll be able to get uh, get some kind of hockey mm-hmm. uh, hockey back. Uh, but uh, I guess it's all going to be dictated by uh, by the uh, health experts and, and, and the governors and, and when we can kind of open up. Hey, Joe, Rick Lewis here. Good to talk to you again. Do you, um, uh, how you doing, Rick? Good. You remember that scuffle we got in? We did that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that scuffle we got in. It was you and me and Adam Foote and Wax, and we got into a rumble in that, uh, that diner. Uh, good times. Yeah. We, we were throwing younger, down. Then. I think Joe won. <laughs> I don't think Joe won. I think uh, Joe won by a landslide. I don't know, Joe. Uh, we'll I, have to go back, go back to the tape. Yeah, go back to the tape. <laughs> I thought you and I were pretty equally matched. Now, foot and wax, that was a total mismatch. Uh, uh, I, I, you picked the right guy. <laughs> That's true. I did. I did. But somebody uh, then somebody pulled out a guitar and then smashed it over somebody's head. Uh, who could have that been? Yeah. Yeah. yeah my yeah, I'm, I'm going on with wax on that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's good to hear from you again, Joe, and 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 good job on on turning this uh, this team around uh, these last couple of years. And it's just really a shame that you guys got such a young and upcoming team and and had a good season going, and then they just had to shut the whole thing down. And I know uh, all the Avalanche fans out there and and sports fans in Colorado are sure hoping you guys will get a chance to win the Cup this year. I, you guys got to figure this out because you got a legit shot. Well, we're all uh, we're all hoping to. I know when I talk to the guys, they're all they're all excited about having that opportunity. So, um, and like I said, it's 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 out of our control, and and hopefully we'll we'll be able to get some kind of hockey back. Uh, we know we're kind of lucky. We 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 know the buildings could be available right through August or uh, September, and then and to try and get it done. So let's just hope everybody does the right thing, stays safe, and we can turn the corner real well, and things can open up, and uh, not just for hockey, but just as 
in general, uh, the whole workforce, uh, everybody wants to get back to, to, to doing doing their their normal, get back to their normal lives. And uh, um, obviously, it's going to be a little different now, but uh, um, but uh, we're all looking forward to some good news and uh, when, when society can basically open up again and you know, we can get back to our normal lives. And hopefully, our guys can get a chance to to try and win the Stanley Cup. We do. Uh, the guys are excited, and I guess the one benefit uh, would be uh, we'd be we'd be healthy. So um, we haven't been healthy in a long time, and uh, the guys are all healthy now, so that's good. We're talking to Joe Sackick, uh, Avs legend, currently the GM of the Colorado Avalanche. Hey, Joe, let me ask you this. I was watching an interview last night, and uh, Tony Dungy, former head coach and a guy that uh, is a broadcaster now, was asked the question about how long – would it take if if you were able to get your team together, an NFL team? I mean, how long are we talking about before, from basically from scratch, you'd be ready to play in a regular season game? He said somewhere between four to six weeks would be optimal. From your standpoint, same question for for your team, or just from a hockey player's standpoint. Um, hopefully some of the guys have worked out, been able to, but, I mean, you really don't know until you have a chance to see them. But how long would it take from scratch to get the Avs ready to play, whether it's late regular season action or even jumping into the playoffs? What's that process look like? Uh, I I would – I mean, in general – to go through this when not not everybody can train and they want they want to train, uh, it would take nor- longer than normal. Mm-hmm. But uh, since everybody's in the same same boat, same situation, uh, they gave. I don't think they'd ever get to where they normally get to. But uh, to be able to realistically play games, I'm I'm guessing two three two three weeks. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, ultimately the, the longer the better. But uh, you know, might not you may not have that same same amount of time. So. You have to just get everybody in uh, uh, in skating shape. I think the big thing is getting everybody's groins and, and, and core muscles and everything engaged and fired up and ready to go uh, go through a, a, a grind. Um, that's the biggest thing. And, and normally guys are skating early and earlier nowadays in the off season. They won't have that opportunity. But uh, um, but so you'd have to kind of build them up a little slow slower than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think I, I, I'm I'm thinking you know probably about three weeks is 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 my guess when everybody could kind of get up to uh, you know full speed where you're where, where you're not worried about injuries. Hey Joe, is there any talk in hockey about maybe having the playoffs like in one season where all the or one city? Excuse me. Where all of the teams uh, just go to the same city. We've heard this maybe in baseball, possibly in football as well. No fans, but say all the all the playoff teams are in one city, and you play all the games there. Has that come up in discussion? You know what I've heard from one city. I've heard for maybe get, you get four cities to split it up a little bit. Uh, uh, but but again, uh, it w- hopefully I'll have more of an update later this afternoon from from our commissioner. But uh, uh, I guess we just want to get it get it get it back. Whatever whatever it's going to end up, uh, uh, we'll be we'll be happy <laughs> we'll be happy to do. Uh, but uh, like I said, everything's going to be dictated by uh, by the health experts. So it's it's really it's out of our control until they tell us what we can do when we can do it and and you know what if it's sooner uh, we'll 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 be able to hopefully get some regular season games and playoffs if it's later maybe it's just playoffs but but everything's really up in the air right now and it's all speculation until the health experts and the governors tell us tell us uh, we're good to go okay we got a text from a listener who's 
you might have just answered the question on the it says on the avalanche website it says all games have been postponed they wanted to know if they're going to be canceled or they are you going to play some more well i mean it's like i said uh, we don't know um i know if 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 you can get back sooner than later you could uh, play play regular season games how many i i don't know but it all depends on when uh like like i said the earlier things open up though the more you can uh, more you can get in the later it opens up uh obviously you got to make adjustments so uh, we're just all hoping for uh for good news here uh, uh with with the governors and 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 hopefully everybody's cha- it's everything's turned the corner and i mean obviously uh they, they got to find a vaccine and uh that, that works but uh i i you know, like it's a tough one to answer because no one knows right now. Mm-hmm. We, we won't know until everybody can get back to to normal everyday uh, living. Well, we can't wait to get hockey back. Yeah, you guys were doing so great, and it was so fun to watch. Even so. even though even though thus uh, th- those of us that have Comcast, we we couldn't see it. You know, <laughs> I, 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 we won't ask you to comment on that because Rick and I have talked about our frustration. Hell, I I couldn't see a game, but uh, we we hope. And Kathy just slipped me a note, Joe. I'm going to let you answer this. She said, "Ask Joe if it's okay after the press conf- after the uh, the conference you have today with Gary Bettman. If she just stops by the house, she will practice social distancing, but she wants to know firsthand kind of what the conversation was about. Is that okay?" Uh. She knows where I live, so she yes. needs to come on over. Yeah. Keep her on the other side of the street. I'll bring snacks. I'll bring you some donuts, yeah. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. There you, you go. go. You're welcome. There and you I'll go. bring alcohol for me and Deb to drink. Yeah, uh, 5 p.m., bring the wine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there, you, there you go. It's an invitation. <laughs> thanks, Joe, Joe, listen, thanks a lot for the time. We appreciate it. We're looking forward to seeing hockey resume. I know you are as well. So stay well. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you guys too. Stay safe. Yep. Thank you, Joe. That's Joe Sackick. I love Joe. He's, he's a good dude. He's great. He's, good he's funny. He's, uh, you know what? I think in his role now, I mean, Joe's a really quiet guy, but, but he's opened up more because he's had to deal with the media a lot more. And may, maybe yep. I think it's even, when you think back, it, it probably took him out of his comfort zone initially because he was just a very quiet and introverted and almost at times shy guy. But he's done a really, as you said, Rick, he's done a really good job mm-hmm. getting this thing turned around. They, they, they've got a good young team. They're a lot of fun to watch. They're, they're, you know, almost on every single night back watching the Avs, even last year during the playoffs, and they got, they got bounced out in a, in a competitive series. They just looked faster than every team they played. Very athletic team. Absolutely, yeah. And, and as I, t- I said to him, so many fans are hoping they get a shot. Because they have a legit shot this year if they get in. But you know what? I was just thinking about that, too. Getting up to speed again in hockey in two to three weeks, I don't know. That's That seems a little soon. Well, it's if they such can do, a if physical they, sport. If they can do it in football, four to, four four to, to five, maybe. Yeah, it's, I, I, as he said, and it's a little bit like what we go through on a daily basis here coming in. I mean, they've got to worry about their groins and core. It's sort of we, frankly. It, and that's we, we worry about those. We go through our stretches before we take the air. But I, I, I think aside from just getting loose and being able to stretch and that, that component as far as skating, I, I think they'll be okay. I mean, I would, I would say three weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what do you have to worry about? What are you worried about other than the groin and the core? Oh, well, mainly the groin. Yeah, you worried about the groin? Yeah, mainly are the you a groin, groin guy? Well, yes, actually, and and having skated, uh, you know, and played a little bit of hockey, it's uh, 
you just don't get out there in the ice and play at at an NHL level of of speed and power. And those guys are elite, elite athletically, physically. Uh, their cardiovascular is. I mean, those guys are amazing. It's it's the only sport out there, Dave. And I'm not telling you anything new, but it's the only sport out there where when they go out on the ice, they're going 100% the entire time they're on the ice. Mm-hmm. Other sports, that's not the case. There's 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 places you can hide on the football field and and in basketball, of course, and baseball, they don't even hardly run. But hockey, it's full out for 30 to 45 seconds. So it, I, I can see a lot of injuries happening once they get back to playing again. Hmm. Well, we're we're in you know we're in difficult circumstances, and no matter what, if they're able to come back, it's not going to be ideal. But as Joe said, it's going to be the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all, true. All the that's teams true. are in the same same boat. And so you, you hope to get your guys back. You hope that they've been able to do something to stay in reasonable condition. You can't stay in game condition. How long is their training camp? What, like a month usually? I think it's I think it's four weeks. Okay. Sounds about right. Yeah. Don't you think that some of them have rinks but, in their houses? See, no. No? No. Oh. Not rinks. Or some sort of ice? No. No? I don't know. I, I, mean, I would bet not. I mean, I would bet there's not one player that has, that has a, an ice no. rink in his house. Oh, I'd know. And you player. can't go to one, right? You now. know, one player that has yes. an ice rink in his not house. Not in his house, in his backyard. He built a rink. That's called a patio. No, and it freezes no, 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 over no, no, when no. it snows. So I'll tell you off the air now. who it is. I'll tell you off the air who it is. So he keeps it frozen even in the summer? That I don't know because he doesn't yeah, play anymore. But I mean. Well, I think you ask these questions when you take the donut to Joe and then the <laughs> wine today at five o'clock. I mean, he invited you over, right? Yeah, and see, going into training camp, those guys are already training. Yeah, they can true. skate anytime they want. They just don't go into training camp, and that's the first time they've skated in, you know, six weeks or whatever, or two months or three. So that's the problem. Where are you going to skate? There's there's not ice everywhere where football players can at least go to a field and run, run and, and, do s- and run drills and, and that kind of thing. You can't just go skate anywhere. Well, well, they'll probably open, don't you think, some of the rinks that, you know, you could rent ice time. Oh, you have to. I mean, yeah. if, they, they will. if they decide to come back, they'll, yeah. they'll have to. to It'll be after the rinks, they open yeah. the rinks, for yeah. sure. We had, we had a uh, texter that, from the 720935. If we can't go to the games, will Comcast and Dish come to an agreement to show the games? Very good question. Well, if they only do say they don't play any regular season, right? And they only do playoffs. Well, most of the playoffs are on national That's true. TV. F- but after the first, like, series. Just after the first series, you're correct. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, listen, I would hope that they'd make some sort of deal. Again, extenuating circumstances. Can we just... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If, if they actually play, can we just see the games? And I know even even if after the playoffs, you go back to not showing the games because you don't have a deal. Can we can we broker a deal that says, okay, we're going to show these games for the either end of the regulation season or the playoffs, but then after that, we got, we've got to get a deal, otherwise we're not showing them. Can we get that done? That'd be nice. I, I know uh, Mark Mosier, the, the Avalanche announcer, switched to DirecTV. He was a Comcast guy. Uh, he switched. He sort of had to. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, he's... and openly, I'm not giving away any secrets. I mean, he's very open about that on his social media. And I guess you could always switch. Yeah. Right. If you wanted to. From, I wonder how many people did. From the 303 241, a lot of them do. Uh, he says, or she says, Sakik has a rink in his house. And a lot of the AFS players do. Huh. Must I have, don't know must about have that. Big houses. That's well, I'm not sure it's just a miniaturized version, right? <laughs> you just have like somewhere where you can skate around and shoot. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think that. he. That's not who I was talking about. I mean, but how, I don't how, think how many, he does. How many homes in Denver have ice skating have rinks? Ice skating rinks in their. I and mean, I would assume that most of them probably have like just a concrete floor that you could like skate on rollerblades or something. So, so you that, can still that, get the Could feel. you rollerblade and get in shape? It would help. It would help. Yeah, yep. so you could go to the park and rollerblade yep. or down the street, yep. right? True. Rick, Rick Rick was thinking about buying me Some size 14s. Yep. <laughs> Some I have roller a pair blades. of size 14 and rollerblades. And then, then we can, so what do you have a pair of 14s? I stayed a guy who wore size 14 rollerblades. Was he a clown? What, he give, he yes. Gave, he gave you his rollerblades? <laughs> just kidding. I was thinking, wow. <laughs> That's a nice way to end a relationship. <laughs> hey, you know, listen, I really don't want to see any more. Can I have your rollerblades off? Sarah's going to be cool another guy that I know who's going to wear a size 14. Yeah. You're not going to say his name. No, I was totally kidding. I don't know anybody we'll who see, wears with, a size with, 14 rollerblades. With dudes that you've previously dated, I can't tell when you're kidding or not. <laughs> I mean, really, 1025 is our time. True. Dave, Rick, and Kathy, your familiar crew, back at it on KOA. You know, these are crazy times, no doubt about that. Welcome back to the show, 1038 on this Tuesday morning, 21st of April. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. You just heard the liner from a very good friend of ours. Alan Roach is a guy that if you're an NFL fan, uh, you're used to hearing him. He's the PA announcer during the Super Bowl. He also calls the first-round draft choices at uh, the NFL draft won't be doing that this year. He's uh he you hear him all the time at Avs games, Olympics, the Olympics. And guess who is online with us now? <laughs> you know, it's if you would just sign in please and would you, would you would you once again like in real time introduce the show as as we heard you just do? And now what are your names again? <laughs> I have to read it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. That's good, man. Nice. Very good. That's good. Yeah, you're you're pretty good at this thing, Rob. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little out of practice. We're all we're all a little out of practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're, I mean, I was it, l- listening to. You. I went to the grocery store today. You know, so I put on my 
my rubber suit and went to the uh, grocery store. And uh, on the way home, I heard you talking to Joe Sackick. And, hey, Joe, isn't he, like, just a class act? It's a good dude. Yep. Joe Sackick. Yep. Um, and I couldn't believe you guys didn't ask the question when they were talking about playing hockey games without fans. If you play games without fans, do you need a PA announcer? You do. You do. Yeah, we we actually yes. we actually asked him that before he came on. <laughs> so don't good. you think you do? Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, I think I don't so. Know. Oh, so I, it's, it's 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 TV broadcasters, it's radio broadcasters, and it's PA guys. Yeah, I think TV and radio will get the nod. I think the PA guy. Well, if you want to come and park cars, <laughs> yeah. you well, you still need somebody to broadcast it for anybody who's sitting in the arena that's working. But who's going to be in the arena? There'll be six people. Yeah, the person who <laughs> opened the doors so you could get in. Plus, you know, radio and TV, you you got to you got to have a little bit. I mean, it's going to be a complete if if that's the way they go, a completely different ambiance. I mean, you got to have the the PA guy. Yeah. Well, like you know, in football, I mean, there's you know, there's talk. Well, do we play football games without fans? Do you, do you need all the loud music? Do you need the videos? Do you need the commercials? Do you need you know, what we call in-game entertainment. Well, you don't need to say, you know, tell us how many fans are in the stands today, 76,000. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I think they'll need all of that. And my idea, if, in fact, they come back and play without fans, I, I would not be surprised um, that that NFL teams, home teams, will pipe in crowd noise. Well, don't you want to and, make it as normal? I mean, honestly, yeah. As possible, like yes. it's a real game, not yes. a practice. I mean, you do not want to hear... You know the 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 play-by-play guy on TV or the play-by-play guy on radio. Um, you literally be able to hear our broadcast. You'd pick up things, and you would pick up things from the field with the players what they that I can oh, yeah. promise you, you would not, you would not, it would not be PG. It would not. Yeah. How many times have you said, Dave? Uh, wow, you could hear that hit up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll hear everything up here for sure. So, so what? What are you? I mean, as I mentioned, um, in voice of, uh, of of the Super you Bowl voice, all the things I yeah, man. Do. Well, uh, so what? What are you hearing in terms of how the the league? I mean, are you hearing anything in terms of bringing that stuff back? No, and you know, I think the NFL because of their later start, you know, they don't have the pressure of NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball who are supposed to be playing right now. They've still got a few months before they get to their start, which essentially is what the first weekend of August would be the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. Yep. So far that's not been canceled. Um you know, it's it's coming fast. We'll see we'll see how that all unfolds, but I think the NFL is Rightly so, just taking a wait-and-see approach before they announce anything. You know, uh, Roach, and I talked to Dave about this over the weekend. I, I talked to one of the NFL insider guys, and he said that the the teams are planning on playing in the fall. They're definitely planning on it. Obviously, there's still a, a lot of things up in the air right now, but part of the plan is the talk of maybe playing the whole season in two different cities like one city for the NFC, one city for the AFC, where they never leave that city. They play every game there. So there's no travel. Uh, you could play Thursday, Friday. Uh, you could play Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, maybe Saturday Crazy. if there's no college football. That way you could get all the games in on a weekend. Well, and, you know, if they're going to do 10 games in a weekend in one city, I know a guy who could have known. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yes, you could. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's right. So suddenly, instead of doing one game a week, I'm doing ten. Ten. Games a that's week. good. That turned into a bonanza. Yeah, that's right. You'll get rich off of this scheme. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, we we and I, I don't. You probably won't have the answer to this. We had a texter earlier today was talking about the NFL schedule and the fact that there are games, and we believe the Broncos would be one of those games this year, playing the Falcons uh, in, in London. London. Uh, I mean, there's no way even to speculate now. You could speculate, but I, I have no answer as to whether the NFL will actually, should the season be played, and my hope is, as well as you guys, that that answer is yes, it will be played, but will they actually play in another country given the set of circumstances? Yeah, and I, I've had, you know, the same conversation we're having. I have it once a day with someone on my crew that I work with at this place or that place. And I, I don't know, like, like you, yeah, I, I hope the season goes on unaffected. Um, looking at things right now, I find it highly unlikely that the NFL is going to say, well, let's just keep these four games in London the way they are. Yeah, me too. I, I I don't see that happening, unfortunately. In fact, I I could see the the season being played in some form, uh, whether with fans, without fans. As Rick said, maybe in two cities. Uh, I I had not heard that till he brought it up this weekend. But I could see them announcing early, with respect to the start of their season, early in the process, that hey, given the circumstances, we are going to postpone any of the NFL games that were scheduled to be played anywhere outside of this country. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, there's there's been no word in the NFL's waiting and seeing, and, you know, they've got time because you don't need to worry about hotels or all of that stuff right now either. They're, I'm guessing they're all pretty empty. Yeah. But, you know, they have they have all that stuff reserved, and, and they, can, they can back out at any time. I, I would guess once we get closer to the beginning of August is is when we're going to hear about those games. You you would be let's see. This is April. You would not be you'd be getting close to thinking about going to Tokyo, would you not? Uh well, yeah. To, to, Tokyo was going to be uh what I would have probably left around the 20th of July. July, and, yeah. But see and then that's I joke with my wife, right now my schedule, my calendar is empty. Every every day is just a square with a number in it. Uh, but then all of a sudden, every square is going to become a conflict. I mean, if, if hockey comes back and soccer comes back and football comes back and baseball, I'm going to have three games all on the same day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least you don't and, have to go to Japan for the Olympics. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good problem to have. I hope that does happen. Yeah, and I was I was looking forward to Japan. Um it would have been, you know, great to go on someone else's dime on another three-week vacation. I love that deal. Yeah, no question. And hey, we, the, oh, Roach, we had a texter, seven two zero two five two. Dave, you can mention to Alan Roach that a PA hockey announcer is required to inform that there is one minute left <laughs> in the period. Alan is the best. That's from <laughs> Joe G, a fellow Minnesotan. Awesome. Hey, Roach. And I will not be recording any of that stuff. If they ask, hey, could you record? No. Good idea. Got to do it live. Smart. Roach, do you ever go to the uh, airport and get on the train and start telling people what to do? (laughs) I I used to go to the airport three times a week. I've forgotten how to get there. Mm. It's been so long. But wouldn't that be funny for you to just all of a sudden start telling people, 
that they're not getting on the train fast enough or get off the train. Or get out of know, my way. Or just, you know, just start ordering people around You're like delaying you. delaying the departure yeah. of this train. I think that'd be I, hilarious. I've had many knowledgeable, you would think, people in a conversation say to me, you're not live at the airport, are you? Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Yes. It's a tad bit worrisome. Yes. But, you know, now maybe that would sound like a good gig. I wouldn't mind going 8 to 5 to the airport. <laughs> yeah. Just tell people what to do. Yeah. Guy in the red oh. pants, move out yeah. of the way. Hey, can't you see Roach standing there as big as he is with a mask? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, as, as the six people get on the tram, to, you could do it. You could do it live. You're that'd delaying be, be the cool. train. Yeah. Apparently, I need a bigger mask. I need a mask and a hood. I went to the grocery store today, and two people recognized me wearing my mask. Because of your voice? No, I didn't say anything. Really? I was just pushing huh. my cart down the aisle. Hey, Roach, how you doing? Funny. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's good. Funny. Well, Roach, good to hear from you, man. Uh, stay safe. Hope you and the family are, are good. And uh, we hope that all of us uh, will be able to get back. You you with the with the abs and with, uh, with a lot of other things and us with uh, the Broncos back to work sometime soon. Yeah, and that wasn't my reason for calling. I'm not uh, not complaining. I, I uh, you know, I'm grateful for my health and my family's health. And my wife has a job and I'm doing fine. And I, I just worry and think about all those people that uh, – you know, don't have a job at all and are really hurting for money. And, and I encourage you to stay strong and we'll get through this together. Absolutely. Yep. Good advice. Good talk to you, Roach. All right, guys. Thanks. See you, Roach. That's, uh, that's Alan Roach. Um, good guy. Worked here a long time. And now he's uh, he's done such a really good job branding his, well, his voice, mm-hmm. right? And he, he, I mentioned some of the things Rick and Kathy that he does. The NFL draft, you hear him all the time. The NFL Super Bowls, he's the PA announcer of every NFL Super Bowl. He, he does Olympic action. Um, he does the Avs PA. He does the Vikings, right? He does the Vikings mm. PA. He, he did the Broncos PA for a long time. Yeah. He's from Minnesota. Yeah. So we uh, when, when the Broncos, is that last year? Broncos yeah, it was played last Minnesota? year. Yes, yes. So we went, out, uh, we went out to dinner, me and Rick and Susie with Roach. And uh, and Alan Jackson, our producer, and it was great. It was great to see him. Um, and he, he talked about what a what a family atmosphere the Vikings had provided. And so you know what, I I almost forgot about the Olympics, but he he was scheduled to. He, Tokyo, he does a variety yeah. of events yeah, he does. in the mm-hmm. Olympics every single year. Let, let me ask you a question because I saw that Spain is allowing their soccer teams to come back and play with no fans in the stadium. Would they want you guys to come over with no fans in the stadium? That would be kind of their in London. Yeah, wouldn't that be kind no. of a moot point? Counterproductive. You know, yeah, no, because no, that's the reason to promote it, right? In no, London, nobody has told me this, but I, I don't even think it'll be because there won't be any fans, and therefore you can't promote it. I just think to take an entire football, in this case, two football teams, four different times to play in front of nobody. Well, I mean, I'm just right? talking about getting on an airplane oh, yeah. and to fly into a country that has had more than their fair share of problems with this pandemic, to me, just doesn't make sense. You're not going to have fans there, as you said, more than likely. So I, I think that'll be, if I had to guess, that would be the first thing that the league will say. Mm, just reschedule we're it not somewhere locally, it. right? Yep. I mean, well, it was a, it was an Atlanta home game for okay, the Broncos. Okay, so then you just go to Atlanta. So you go to Atlanta. Yeah. Now, it, it is interesting. Rick hit me with this this weekend. I had not heard this, and I haven't heard it from anybody except Rick's Rick and his source. Um that the NFL would consider playing in two cities and basically 
using the model that Major League Baseball had talked about, sequestering players for an entire season. I don't know. They're talking about it. I guess I guess that would be to me that would be down the list, well down the list of yeah. of uh good ideas, but if, if it's the only way you're going to get any football played this year in the NFL, I'll guarantee you that'll be the way it is. They're they're going to play if, if there is a way to play games, I don't care if they play in the backyard of the biggest yard in the in the city, they're going to play games. Yeah, they have to discuss every feasible option, and that's what they're doing. And that is one of them, I'm being told, that they're talking about doing. And that would be a worst-case scenario But wouldn't they situation. choose a city that has more stadiums than one of the cities that they are thinking about? I, I don't know. Well, the two cities were Vegas and, and, and Arizona. Phoenix. But Vegas would only have – I mean, like, can, you would think L.A. has more options to play. Well, stop and think about that. If, if it, let's just say the AFC teams were sequestered in Vegas, first of all, Good luck with with that uh, curfew. Um, so, how many you've got? They're you've got stadium, thirty-two right? teams. You've got sixteen teams in each conference. All right, so you can play Thursday, Friday, I guess Saturday and Sunday, and Monday. And, and Monday. So, you're going to have eight games a week in each of the two conferences. You could do, you could do two in one day. You could play Thursday. Well, Sunday, you, you can play two for sure. Two on Thursday, two on Monday, right? I don't know about two on Thursday. Is that too much? You play. You could play two on Monday. That's four. You could play one on Saturday. You could play two on Saturday. But you're gonna, wouldn't you have to play two on Thursday, on two on each day, because you have two leagues that you're having to play? Yeah, so you got to play eight games. Well, and then you got to factor in the buys, too. I mean, I, I listen, again, it gets, it's back to my point. If that's the only way... If that's the thing, the president said, hey, if you guys want to play, here's the only way you're going to play, they're going to do it. Absolutely. And and also the same person told me when the schedule comes out here, I think it's May 9th or whatever, Yep. Uh, he said that the uh, the London game will be on the schedule, but it doesn't mean they're going to play there. Oh, yeah. That, that's but it no will brainer. be. So when you see it and you go, wow, they are going to London, not no, necessarily. No, 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 no. But it will be on the schedule when it comes out. Hmm. Yeah, they're not ready right now, April twenty first, to, to to say we're not going no. to London. I'm just saying I think that'll be the first thing they give up. I I totally agree with that. You it know? doesn't make any sense. Uh, why would you do that? And you know, I was thinking too. Even if you played in in two cities nearby, like Phoenix and Vegas, you could drive back and forth. Like so, if if you're playing out of your conference, and you know the game is in Phoenix, you just get on buses and and ride down. You don't even have to fly. Or your how far is that charter. ride from Vegas to Phoenix on a chartered bus? Five and a half hours, I think. Drive. Yeah, that's yeah. Gonna, listen, that's going to be an issue. I <laughs> they just won't tell like you. that. But you, no. how about your private charter? Just do your private charter down, right? Um, each team's yeah has got their own plane. You can do yeah. that. Now, I'm just thinking. I was about like, guys private... are not going to drive. No, at not that five new. and a half hours on no. a bus. Maybe an hour they drive. Hey, but listen, fellas, we're, we're, you know what? We're going to give you box lunches. Yeah, we <laughs> we used to bus every year to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. How long was that? Two. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Cleveland you're, to Pittsburgh. You're going to have box lunches after the yeah. Chick Fil A and the catered lunches. Hey, did you, you get the did? turkey or the roast beef? I mean, that was that <laughs> was one nice of the questions. Yes. Yes, and a bag of chips. I just I just think the play by play guy and the color person and the sideline person. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna stay in. Let's just say this happens. We're not gonna stay in Vegas or Phoenix. No, we would fly in the and whole out. year. Yeah, you'd have to fly us in and out. Maybe just like maybe, the TV team. Maybe we'll be on the bus. 
Like the Madden Cruiser. Maybe like a really nice RV, like a like yeah. a half a million dollar drive RV. Drive it back and forth. Could, could <laughs> you, Can you say me and you? Could you demand that? <laughs> yeah. And we have a yeah. uh, it has to be like really plush, luxurious RV. And then we just tell iHeart, what, what do you mean we gotta do Monday through Friday in the morning? What? <laughs> We're doing the weekend games. I mean, come on. And I'll drive the bus. I like driving. Can you have you ever driven a Greyhound bus? No, no, but I I've driven a, like a big truck. I have been, I've driven a big truck. Listen, I, I love you and all that, and I have a lot of faith in you. I want somebody who's driven a Greyhound bus. Just saying. Uh, yeah, nothing that big. Yeah. But I'll take my chances. T- well, that's what it takes. You go ahead and take I'll your take chances with you. Dave, come on. Trust me, Dave. Yeah, I do. Just not riding a bus with you driving. 10.57 <laughs> is the time. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. One hour left. News next on KOA. We start the final hour of Logan Lewis on KOA, Tuesday morning, 21st of April, 2020. Side Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee, I'm Dave Logan. Got Rick back, uh, and we're, we're happy about that. Our thanks to Joe Sackick for joining us a little bit earlier. Talked with the uh, GM of the Avs, then a surprise visit from uh, a voice that really needs no introduction. Alan Roach, we uh, talked to, um, does a great, great job on, the, uh, on a variety of things that we've listed, but... Uh, his work has pretty much been shut down, obviously, because we don't have any we don't have any games. Did you see? By the way, I know you were not around, but did you happen to see the the Jordan the the two first series? I, I saw a lot of chatter on social media. I did not watch it. It'd be worth, uh, and I understand at least from what they were saying today that uh, three and four episodes three and four, and that will air live on ESPN this coming Sunday are better than one and two. Mm. I, I mean, it was something for me to watch from seven to nine on Sunday night because we haven't seen, there hadn't really been anything uh, like that. And I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was interesting to see Michael Jordan from his North Carolina days and sort of uh, then his draft path and how people even then were saying, you can't expect a guy six six to come in and carry a team. He's a good player, but he's not going to be basically – what they were saying, he's not going to be able to put the bulls on his back and take them to a championship. And obviously that was proven to be incorrect. I heard it was great. Um, and from what I can gather, just looking at all the comments, like Scotty Pippen came across really, really good. In yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested. I was busy watching the cornhole championships and I kind of got sucked into it. Uh, I, I was, flip- how does one get sucked into the cornhole? I'll tell you how I was flipping around and I went to ESPN. It said McGregor Cerrone fight. I'm like, okay, I never saw that. I click on it. It's the cornhole championships. And then you kind of once you get into it, you know, they you can't stop you watching, in. right? Yeah, because it was just it was kind of silly to me that this is actually being televised on national TV. What's even more silly is the fact that you actually watched it. I watched it, it right. Yeah. I mean, I'm proud of you for admitting it. Don't judge me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just worried about you. I'm not. I'm not no, judging I'm you. You can worry about me. Hey, but... listen. I've watched some bizarre things too. <laughs> I mean, so. There's nothing else to watch. I've what made... do the cornhole athletes look like? They look like just like you. 
Just like an average like guy. Like a regular guy, right? Like people that grew up, I'm just saying, people that, and I love Ohio, people that grew up in your hometown. I was going to say, I bet I got people in my hometown that could probably be on the cornhole. Yeah. I thought you were going to say people in your family, and I was going to stop you from saying that. By the way, I I want you to know that I played against Noah Fant this year in cornhole, Uh and I kicked his butt. Did you really? Yes, by far. He only got like two in, and I got them all in. These guys were amazing what they could do. (laughs) They're little beanbags, right? Yes, the little beanbags, yeah. But some of the stuff they could do. Were they drinking? I didn't see him drinking. No, there's money on the line. There's no there? drinking on ESPN Cornhole. <laughs> Come on. This is a championship contest. It's a big serious, guys. Yeah. Serious stuff. Yeah. That's hilarious. But I think there was like $180,000. Wow. A purse money. Yeah, it was like big money. I should have competed in Cornhole. That was my calling. There's still time. Because I guess there's not an age limit. No, of course not. No, yeah. My no. dad could compete in Cornhole. <laughs> big dick? Oh, yeah. Big Dick, the cornhole I champion. Did he do all right too? Yeah, because yeah, I think kind of the title a of a porn bowler. movie. Exactly, Big Dick, <laughs> yeah. the cornhole champion. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason Arvada, we'll go to you next on KOA oh, News Radio. Wow. Hello, Good Jason. One. Good one. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Jason? Uh, what's hey, going I just on? Want to talk to you. Guys. you guys talking about the scheduling for the NFL in Vegas or whatever? Yeah. Three games on Sunday. Three games on Thursday. You can't do that because the guys that played on Sunday, they can't play on Thursday. You know what I mean? No, it'd be you know, different they, teams they every day. It'd be yeah, di- I know, but what about the next week? They got to play on the same day because it's yeah. just a recovery time. Play on the same day. If, well, if, no, that's that's not week, true. Every, every, do that. They'd have to switch it up. No, sure they would. I mean, they right? they switch it up, but but their their teams every single year that play. In fact, I think all of them play at a least Thursday one game. Thursday night game. Yeah. Yeah. So then the next but week you come if, back if, and you play either Saturday or Sunday. Time, if you're doing that all the time, these guys aren't going to get the recovery time. And, like, football's my jam. That's You know, I care about the other sports, but football's the one I love. Jason, well, why would those if, guys not get the recovery time if you had them in two cities? And, again, this was speculation by it's, it's, somebody who – hang on a minute. I know. Uh, hang on a minute. Yeah, I need to ahead. duct tape you a little bit. Uh, this was speculation by a Broncos insider that the league would think about this at some point. So let's just say you take yeah. 15 teams in the AFC and you sequester them uh-huh. in Vegas. To Vegas, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, 16 teams, right? There's 16 yeah. in each conference. 16. Okay, so you have Thursday, uh-huh. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, if necessary, to play those eight games. Now, they wouldn't have to play eight every week because each team gets a bye at some point of the season as well. So if you yeah. if you play yeah. if you play three games on Sunday, which they do every single week, right? Uh-huh. You you play uh one or two games on Saturday afternoon and evening. That's five. So you're playing weekend. Uh-huh. You play one game on Sunday a Monday night, that's six. Then you might have to play another one on on Thursday. So and then uh-huh. and then that's how the schedule rolls. You look at who's playing what night or what day, and then the next week, I mean, the teams that played on Saturday or Sunday would have to play on Saturday or Sunday. What, what, I mean, what? how would that not work? Yeah, think about it. So I am thinking those about it. Teams that played on, those teams that played on Sunday, so there are six teams because we're going to do three games. There are six teams that played on Sunday. Yeah. And there are four teams that played on Monday. Or whatever. How are we doing? Yeah. All right, well, those six teams that played on Sunday, if they play, if those six same teams say they play again on Tuesday, no, 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 not Tuesday. There's no. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Tuesday so games. Just, just, I know you're, you're going to shuffle it. You're going to shuffle it. But every week, some teams are only getting four days rest. No, 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 no. That's that's not that's not right. Nobody's playing on Tuesday. Nobody's playing on Wednesday, and probably not a lot of teams are playing on Thursday. The majority of the schedule would be played either on Saturday or Sunday. The majority. Yeah, but, but you can't shuffle it up enough to get everybody the same amount of rest every week. Everyone's going to be limited they, on rest. They, 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 don't, they don't get the and same amount of rest rest, every week now. Yeah, what about teams that play on Thursday know, now? It's very limited. I know, but it's very limited on the Thursday. And it would be limited, it would be limited saying, with that schedule, too. You can't limit it as much because you're spreading. You're spreading Here, here's I mean, the deal. The, the, is this, but, if they don't rest enough, you're, we're going to harm the integrity of the game. If we didn't harm, I would rather sit out an entire year to make sure nobody gets hurt and get this done right. No, you wouldn't. To, no, you wouldn't. I mean, let, let me ask you a question. So you, you, you're, you're, yes, you're going to come at me with the league is worried about the safety of the players, a league that plays. I'm not. Th- I no, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, the I'm league, the league is deciding play. whether or not this takes place. It's not you. It's not me. It's the league. I know. It's but. They're, they're I know, not. But they're, then I'm giving you my opinion. I, I know, but I know, your opinion is not me. based I'm on fact. Jason, the the games on Saturday and Sunday, those Give me teams. A favor. Do, do some homework. Do some homework tonight and figure out the math on that. Well, then hey, the I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I, I, I'll do. Uh, it's not going to be three days. I'll figure do. It out. I'll do that. Whatever. I'll do that. If if you do that, you do some homework too. I don't. Well, I'm not going to tell you to do it if I wouldn't do it. Okay, you you do it too, and then call back tomorrow, and we'll we'll have a discussion. But my my take is, you know, if that's what it has to, if that's how it has to be, and then in some weeks teams are going to get instead of the seven days rest, there's going to be many more teams that get six days in between games, and then occasionally you're going to have a Sunday Thursday matchup, which they already have. And occasionally, you're going to have a Monday-Saturday matchup, which they don't do, maybe with the exception of in December. But they're they're going to be open-minded to the point. And yeah, there may be some small changes, but it's not ever going to be that teams are going to have to get ready in a three-day period to play two games, unless it's the the Thanksgiving Sunday-Thursday matchup. So I'll do, I'll do my homework. Yeah. And Jason, you do yours. That's what I yeah, want to say. Yeah, and, and and keep in mind, this is just part of many discussions on how they can have a season. Doesn't mean this is going to happen, but they're talking about various options. This would be one. Maybe it works. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe say you play on uh, on Sunday. So maybe the next week you, you play, play on Saturday. Saturday. Now that, that's okay. Listen, right? 
I mean, that's that's a that's a change, but we are in completely uh, uncharted water yes. here. And so teams teams will be willing just to sort of get through that as best they could. But I can tell you this: the league, the last thing they want to do is to not have a season at all. So Jason's idea about I'm worried about the safety of the players, maybe you are, but you'd be one of the few people in America other than the the family members of these players that would be worried about the player's safety. When has I mean, stop and think about this. The the league has gone through all these safety measures, right? And they continue to play Thursday night games. I mean, that's contradictory. There were I mean, the league is worried about uh, you know, okay, I'll I'll change this. The league is worried about players, but it's down the list a bit. The league is worried about viability economically, period. That's the top priority for the league. And, in fairness, players are worried about making money as well. And they so, want to play. Players, and, and players play. want to play. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to do – I'm going to take uh, Jason's uh, idea, and I'm going to do some – Research. Some some research tonight. I'm going to come up with. I'll come up with the NFL schedule. Good I, job, Dave. I asked you last week about players. Are players going to want to play, uh, no matter, you know, under reasonable conditions? And you said yes. Players want to make money, and they want to play football. Yep. Uh, that's the only major sport that doesn't have guaranteed contracts. So these guys, I don't care what your level is in the NFL. What what if you're your minimum salary player or you're making $10 million a year, mm-hmm. you're going to want to make the million and you're going to want to make the 10. Mm-hmm. No question. And I so mean, they're going to play. I mean, 60% of the league makes the minimum. But the minimum, I think this year is for, I don't know, 450, 460, something like that. That's the minimum. Now, that's a lot of money. Yes. Right? And for some of these young dudes, they've never had money before. They're making the minimum. So... I mean, we're assuming that they're going to save their money when they're 22 or 23. Play, as you said, Rick, players want to come back and play. That's that's what they want to do. So I'm just hoping that they have a chance to do that, no matter sort of what it looks like. And what's the average length of time a guy plays in the NFL? Three, three point, uh, three and like three point right? two years. So wow. you, you're going to give up one year? No, you're not going to do that. Especially you're guys gonna, on the older no. end probably for sure don't want to give it up because that's kind of their last yep. chance to play. I mean, they've got that going for them. Players want to play, and owners wanna want play. players <laughs> to play because that's then when the TV money kicks in. Now, the 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 owners more than likely have insurance policies against loss of game revenue from a TV standpoint. I, I don't know. When that kicks in, I'm not sure that's an individual team thing or if it's a collective 32 NFL teams have that, but they do. Players players don't have that. Players don't have individual insurance policies. Hey, if we don't play games this year, instead of me making, oh, by the way, $20 million, uh, my insurance policy kicks in and I make, you know, 18. I, I don't, I can't think of one player off the top of my head that would have that insurance policy in place. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, just read I read, yeah, I, I read yeah. it too. Yeah. 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 You see that one, Kathy? I saw it. Yes. My seven oh. Very you funny. Read that? Yeah. I think I may. Be. <laughs> I well, may you think could read the that. top one. Do you think they'll have a whole crew of officials staying in those cities as well, and as well as all the statisticians, statisticians, and NFL personnel? Just a thought. Yeah, from that's from the seven two zero. Interesting. I, I don't know if they'll have the officials staying there. I I would. I mean, I think that's a possibility. If the, I'm not sure, that's how it's going to go. 
In fact, I think this idea is dubious, to tell you the truth, on April 21st. I don't, 21st, I don't think, sitting here today, that's what the NFL will wind up doing. But if they do, then you're probably not going to want your officials flying back and forth, and they might even not want your radio broadcasters flying back and forth, which would make it difficult for me. So, therefore, Rick, your idea about the Greyhound is starting to become more and more uh, interesting to me. I mean, it really is. Oh, I bet Dave, you can get them really cheap right now. Dave, you we can go back invest. and forth on a private jet because nobody else is flying on it. Well, who's paying who's for that? Paying for that? Dave. Says Dave and Rick. <laughs> or you can finally get that side cart for the bike and you can just... That's true, right? You know, now, now, right. Now, now we're oh. talking, uh, except true. it won't be the sidecar, right? If Rick and I decide, and it'll be in that order, that we're going to ride on Rick's bike, can you imagine my ass how it would feel riding from Denver uh-huh. to Las Vegas on a motorcycle? We'll look like those guys in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> my arms around Rick's waist. Uh-huh. Yeah, what a picture. Lorenzo... Joins us in KO, on KOA. Hi, Lorenzo. Thank you, sir. Uh, thanks, Dave and Rick and Kathy Lee. I've been listening to your station from way back. I I live in a cabin up in the Rockies, and I only get KOA, believe it or not. You guys save my day each and every day. Nice. Thank you, you, Lorenzo. Great. But I, I texted you this morning. You may not have got it because I don't have good reception. Um. It's about the Broncos. And, you know, the 15th pick, you know, back in my day, um, Dennis Smith, I believe, was a 15th pick. He was a stud. Uh, is that yeah, – Dennis Smith was a first-round pick. I don't – I'd have to go back and look and see, was he drafted oh, 15th, at 15? Okay. I believe he was 15th I'll take pick. your word for it. Okay. Yeah, and, and my other comment, and I'll hang up, I guess did we give up on finding Desperado? <laughs> oh, Rick, Rick, that question is for you. I've never gave up on finding Desperado Lorenzo. I just need some help. I need somebody that's, that can give me a tip on where he might be. And I'll take him back. And, and Dave already said I could keep him in his yard. And we'll give him a good home. And you won't have to hire uh, anyone to mow your lawn ever again, Dave. Yeah. but And you can compost the manure right back into the... I, I'll teach you how to do all of that. Wow. Do you know how to compost the manure? Yeah, you buy one of those little machines. Oh. You tow it behind a tractor and just throw the manure in that and it compost it right back into your into the ground. Grouse. Yeah. You're you'll have the best lawn in the neighborhood. I'll take Desperado. <laughs> On your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something great. very sad about this. There is some this song is sad. Well, you gave up the horse. I, I mean I'm i I'm just it's the whole story's sad actually. Yeah. Kind of brought me down. Mm-hmm. Just makes me wonder what you were thinking about. It was your horse. I thought I was giving him a good home. I thought I was giving him the best home I could give him. Now, if I lived on a ranch or something, it'd be different. But I don't. Here's an interesting question after the break you might want to answer. How would all the players and teams get their practice time if there's only two stadiums? College. Where would they practice, though? If you junior eight- colleges, high school. You could, can they practice at Conference high room of a Holiday Inn. Yeah. <laughs> you know. As in Vegas and Arizona, do a lot of spots on planet. <laughs> yeah. Just move the chairs and tables. Yeah. We'll have our weekly walkthrough. Hell, that's about how they practice nowadays during the regular season. 11.25 is the time. <laughs> Stick around more ahead of KOA. Back at 1138 on KOA News Radio. 
Dave, if you'll hang on a minute. Uh, we're going to be joined by Brandon Cristal, KOA Broncos Insider, brought to you by Coloradans for Responsible Energy Development. You can get the facts on how oil and gas is benefiting Colorado and all Coloradans at cred.org. That is C-R-E-D dot org. BK, draft night on Thursday. I think people uh, around here are obviously interested in what the Broncos might do. They have the 15th pick in the first round, 46th, I believe, in the second three-thirds. In the world of BK, are they more likely to move up or down or stand pat? In order, I'm going to say that they're more likely to stand pat, move down, and then move up as my third choice. Despite what people who are well-connected and well-informed may have put out there about possible trades up, the people I'm talking to think that while that possibility exists, it's not a likely scenario that they're going to move up to 7, 8, 9, 10 uh, to go secure one of those wide receivers. It's never really been John Elway's M.O., has it? When you th- think about I mean, he's been much more inclined during his tenure as the GM of the Broncos to move down than anything else. Yeah, and I think that that may be the case again this year unless someone falls into their lap that they really like or the guys that are high on their board are there at 15 because there's a chance the top four offensive linemen who would all be upgrades, especially in the long term, the top three wide receivers that so many folks in Broncos country love and and then those defensive linemen and Kinlaw and Brown and certainly Akuda the corner, all those guys are gone by 15. And so if that's the case and there's a, a player that, snuck up there that another team wants and they can drop into the teens or early 20s and pick up more draft capital, whether that's this year or next, then I think they would be inclined to do that. But I also think that there's a chance things happen in a weird way and there's a guy that they didn't expect or that they were excited about that is there at 15 and they're able to snag one of the guys that's high on their board. So in BK's world, uh, is is your wife ready to kind of strangle you while you're sleeping <laughs> at night or... While, she, while he's sleeping at night? On, is she on some sort of medication right now? Because he's home all the time well, now? Yes. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, guys. Uh, luckily, we have a good enough size house that there's a, enough space. I'm down in the basement. I've created a makeshift office. Uh, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20% where I've got TV screens and the internet's holding up well enough. And then and then she works from her home office, but she's been doing that for five years. When she first started that, it was a little dicey because I'd come in and bug her about anything. I now learn that she's essentially at work, and unless she addresses me, 
During business hours, I do not address her. <laughs> and so even if she's in the wow. even if she's in the kitchen grabbing a cup of coffee or whatever, unless she addresses me, I just keep doing what I'm doing. So we were pretty well equipped. Also, my schedule's been pretty random between covering the Broncos, doing shows with you guys in the past later in the afternoon, or midday shows on Orange and Blue 760. I've been home a lot during the workday a lot. So we were kind of ready for this. So she's not ready to kill me just yet. Well, hmm. I'd be sleeping with one eye open anyway. I would you? <laughs> well, you're, I think you're, we've we've crossed that threshold. <laughs> Rick, you're intimating that she would have to sneak up on him when he's sleeping. I, to me, this would be a frontal assault while he's eating a PB and J. It would just be it'd be the guillotine, the yeah. the neck hammer, and down he goes. Okay, it just wouldn't well, be a frying pan to the head. Yeah. Well, no, I I don't think do <laughs> there's a lot of ways to do it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, just just keep you know pay attention. All right, because you know no, you can I'll, be annoying. I well. Uh, she married me for a reason. She knows my my idiosyncrasies and my personality quirks. So, like I said, I spend most of my day in the basement. All right. So, anyway, back to my my original question. Now that we got that out of the way, so uh, Dave and I were talking a bit here earlier. I I believe the Broncos are better off going for the wide receiver uh, in the first round, depending on on who's available when they do pick. I I wouldn't necessarily go for another offensive lineman. I, I think their offense needs to be caffeinated a bit, as they say. Uh, and I think you can get by with the offensive line. Those that securing them means trading up to 13, perhaps with his pal John Lynch or jumping all the way to 10. Uh, because I don't think at 11 or 12, we just don't think Adam Gase is going to be in a hurry to trade with John. And we know the Raiders aren't going to trade with the Broncos. So uh, 11 and 12 are out. So he'd probably have to jump to 13 or all the way to 10. And so if there's a guy there and they're feeling that that will be the shot in the arm they need to inject more into this offense, then then I'd be inclined to take a receiver in the first round. Fundamentally, I don't like it, even though, Dave, you were a great receiver and I love wide receivers. I just don't know first round if historically it's been on the drafter's side. Uh, and I get that they are better up front. But I don't know if Garrett Bowles is your long-term answer at left tackle. And Jawan James' injury history means that he can't be your long-term answer at right tackle, you wouldn't think, unless something changes. So I was told coming out of the combine that O-line isn't a priority at 15, but the draft board may fall a certain way. There may not be a trade worth taking, and they may have to go O-line because the best player available is an O-lineman. But no, I'd certainly, if, if I had my choice and all three of those wideouts were there, I'd be flipping a coin between Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb, listening to my football people. Uh, obviously, John is that, and deciding between one of those two guys and taking them and then Ruggs third because of that speed. What is that? Well, do, do you, are you popping champagne in the background? <laughs> I think he popped no, that out. Would be my, that would be my dog, Frankie, <laughs> chewing on her bone. Neither of them were downstairs when we started, and they have joined me in this interview. No, really? there's a pop. No, there's, like, there's you're a, popping in and out. Yeah. There's a champagne pop like sounding sort of thing. Like a loud popping noise. Oh, okay. I thought you meant it's the dog. Is that any no. better? Give well, me 30 seconds. I'm going to switch my setup in 30 seconds. Yeah, we can And then we I'll come fill. right back. Yeah, we have yeah, nothing no else to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, take no your phone call. Take yeah. your phone call. Take we're, phone we're experts at this. Matter of fact, we will. Dave and Boulder, you're on uh, KOA News Radio. Dave, Rick, and Kathy here. Morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Hey, Dave, I just want to tell you, uh, it makes me happy to know that you're again through, like, Narcos, Mexico. Right. And also, that one guy who called about canceling the football season, hey, man, that would be a bad idea for us Chiefs fans. At least we get to watch some more YouTube highlights, knowing that they're the champions. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Thank you, Dave. Yeah, they We're, would they would hold on to their championship yeah. a little longer. Than, you sort of stunned me and Rick. We we were sort of digging the uh, call, and then we just laid out when celebrate mm -hmm. the Chiefs' championship. I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. They won. 
They did. They Congratulations. won. Congratulations. Yep, they won. Here's a text for you until Brandon gets back. Yeah. Just want to chime in. The guy arguing about the idea of a schedule, what is the difference of what the schedule is now? Teams play once a week and recovery time is the same. Other sports, although not as intense, play more than one game a week. Also, I've played rugby and we have had two games a week. Tournaments, you might play three or four in a weekend. Athletes will make it work. Yeah, I, I would not condone playing three or four NFL games in a week. I wouldn't even condone playing two, two NFL games on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if you decided to play every Sunday and every Thursday and all teams would you mean you'd have a whole bunch yeah. of dudes going well, down? Well, you'd never have a bite. I mean, a day off on that. I mean, because you'd your, have bo- your bodies can't I'm, recover. I mean, even back in the day, and I've said this before you get back to BK, we played uh, the Cowboys in Dallas on Thanksgiving Day, and I, I can still remember running out onto the field and going through warm-ups and thinking to myself, and I was a wide receiver, and I was thinking, man, I am still sore, and I do not, my body does not feel like I should be out here getting ready to play the Cowboys. Was that pre-Toradol, like before they had that drug? Uh, I'm going to take the fifth on that, Rick. Oh, um, really? It's, that was around that long ago. I do not oh. think, I'll answer your question. I do not think it was pre Toradol. Okay. I don't know that I experienced a day in the league that I would term pre-Toradol. It's been around that long. I didn't know that. What are you saying? Well, you played a long time ago. I didn't realize that that drug... <laughs> you know what I mean. Is there a leather helmet coming now? Don't take it personally. Where, where are we going with this? I didn't know Toradol had been around that long. I know there was a lot of drugs that were around when you played. Yeah. Steroids had just kind of come into the game. In the 70s, I believe. So had cocaine. And cocaine you know what and I mean? whatever else was out there. But Toradol has been around that long. Um, as far I, as you know. I believe Toradol oh. was around. Or some form and of some that. some form yeah. of that, I think. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I think so. Uh, be, I would think that would help. Be, that's what I was told. Uh, <laughs> BK, are you there? I, I am here. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at something that says Toradol in its current form has been around since 76, but I'm sure it's been mm. around in other forms Dave prior to that. League. Yeah, that, interesting. that would coincide you with, uh, with the young Dave Logan entering the league. You know, no wonder that's is why it a I remember it that steroids way. Steroids also came in the league in 1976? No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. They, they were in the league before Human that. Human hormone? Come on, what else? Yeah, a <laughs> whole bunch of things for sure. So if... Um, what do you think the Broncos feeling, uh, BK, in terms of defensive line? You know, they signed, we were talking about this, I think it was yesterday, Shelby. Uh, Harris comes back. They sign uh, Jarrell Casey. I mean, two good players, two veteran players, essentially both on one-year deals. Draymond Jones had a had a good, I think, start to his career. But if you look at this team in the future, after this year, Maybe they're down a bit, and there are some pretty interesting defensive line prospects. What are the chances in the in the first or second round um, that a defensive lineman for the Broncos comes off the board? Yeah, it's not as sexy, right, as wide receiver or even corner. And because Broncos fans lament what the O-line does, O-line in this case, which is never really sexy, uh, but maybe Quentin Nelson a couple of years ago. But Derek Brown's going to be gone before they pick at 15. The kid from Auburn, he's just – too good and he won't be there Javon Kinlaw may be there at 15 and while there are certainly uh, some they aren't full-blown red flags there's minor concerns about his character a little bit just how seriously he takes football took the combine uh things like that and and so 
his talent, though, is immense. We saw it at the Senior Bowl. He practiced for two days, dominated, and then came up with a mystery injury uh, and was done, didn't play in the game. But then guys like Jordan Elliott or Ross Bla- uh, uh, Blacklock that, that are out there from TCU, uh, those are guys that maybe on day two make a lot of sense. So even though we keep talking about wideouts and how deep this wideout class is with 18 players in Daniel Jeremiah's top 100, uh, they need to address that D-line because of Casey's age, and it'd be nice to see him play here for a bunch of years. Because Shelby Harris is likely gone, you're going to need people. You don't know what the future of Demarcus Walker is either, so you're going to need people to play next to Draymond Jones and I guess Mike Purcell. And so I think D-line needs to be more of a priority than, than maybe a lot of folks in Broncos country are talking about. We hear all this talk about how much Vic Fangio loves uh, defensive backs, and C.J. Henderson probably will be there uh, at 15 do you really see them going for another defensive back? Well, it's a key to, to yeah. what Vic does on defense. And so as much as you love Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb, and I think that they're obviously as elite as it gets, the back end is, is what matters. And so if Henderson isn't the guy that they love, or if they trade back a couple spots and Henderson's gone, Christian Fulton from LSU is another guy that I guess you could take at 15. Most people don't love those guys in that spot. They just kind of put them there. Xavier McKinney out of Alabama interests me more because of his long-term fit here next to Justin Simmons. Kareem Jackson played really well last year, and hopefully we'll continue that. But adding to the back end, and if you can add a guy that's going to be on the field in nickel packages and sub packages, if it's Xavier McKinney, I'd be more inclined to draft him even than C.J. Henderson. And Henderson has some upside. He doesn't love tackling, but he's, he's a real good cover guy, and that's what you need your corners to do most. Also, they're getting Bryce Callahan back in theory. We'll cross our fingers, right? So that may help a little bit on the – well, certainly will help on the back end. They can go a lot of different directions, and I think the main reason is because they're set at quarterback at least for a year. And how nice is that to not talk about quarterback heading into the draft? Last question for uh, Brandon Cristal, our KOA Broncos insider. You look at running back. There are some interest. It's not a great year for running backs. There may be, maybe one running back taken in the first round. That would be DeAndre Swift. Um, but there are some interesting prospects that are second and or third round guys. And I think of, of all. I mean, I, I really like Dobbins out of Ohio State. I mean, I think he's he's got a chance to be a special back. Uh, the kid out of Wisconsin, Taylor. Uh, I think is is a very good player, but the little dude out of LSU um, with with the three Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I watching him play last year. I I thought he had something special, built really low to the ground, but thick, um, and just an all around good football player. What, what do you what do you hear in terms of the Broncos? looking at, even though they signed Melvin Gordon, looking at that running back spot and maybe fortifying that a bit somewhere. Well, Melvin Gordon wasn't going to be a slam dunk, and so we knew they wanted to upgrade the running back room because I just don't think they love Royce Freeman and they don't know how long Philip Lindsay will will be able to operate at that high level, right? The way that position goes, there's a lot of turnover. There's very few guys that we can name you know, that play 10-plus years at a high level. Even right now, it's Adrian Peterson is the only one in the league. And I guess Frank Gore, who's a million years old, but is he at a high level? So I think that I'm right there with you, Dave. Dobbins was my favorite heading to the combine and maybe even still coming out. But Clyde Edwards Alaire at five, seven is is dynamic. We saw him in a dynamic offense, be a difference maker. Uh, And then a, a guy that I know Rick loves, you know, Benjamin. I think could be a good fit here too, because you may not have Gordon for more than two years. Maybe you only have him for one. You pay him 13 million, but it doesn't work out. That's what the guarantee is over the two years. Or maybe Philip Lindsay's 
a holdout and, and you need to just constantly turn that room over. So I think running back needs to be a priority as well. I'm excited to see how they spend those five picks over the first two days because they can go a lot of different directions, but I think they can get five impact players or certainly, you know, guys that will be part of the rotation sooner than later. Good deal. Yep. BK, thanks for the time. We'll look forward to, uh, to having any part of our draft coverage. We'll talk to you uh, sometime soon. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, Absolutely. sleep well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Cristal, our KOA Broncos insider, brought to you again by Coloradans for Responsible Energy Development. Get the facts on how oil and gas is benefiting Colorado and all Coloradans. You can do so at cred.org. That is C-R-E-D dot org. It's good to be talking football again. It just yeah. felt good to talk about it. You know what? I just hope we can do that after watching games this year, calling games. I'm optimistic. I am too. I really am. I am too. I mean, this is only April 21st. Yes. Everyone needs it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Hey, that's going to do it for our show. We thank you very much for being with us. We uh, hope you've enjoyed the show. Thanks to Millennial Grant. We do appreciate him. Uh Dragon Redbeard, we're looking forward to getting you back as soon as possible. For Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee, I'm Dave Logan. News is coming up next, followed by Mandy Connell. We're back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Hope you'll join us on KOA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.